0: We're back, baby. I'm uh knocking this one out before I head out to Sedona for Fit for Services final meetup of the year. Final core event, I should say. We've got Arcadia coming up. Early November, November 2nd through the 5th. And check that out at fitforservice.com Arcadia. We got tickets still on sale there. It's gonna be one of the fucking coolest parties of all time. We ran this our first time last year in Vegas. It was summertime. It was pretty fucking hot. Uh, this is going to be the best way to close out the year. We've got amazing speakers like Del Bigtree, people that have been on this podcast before that are some of the most inspirational and wonderful humans I've ever come in contact with. In addition to that, Troy Boy, Dr. Fresh, some of the best artists on the planet for us to shake our fucking tail feathers and get down. It's going to be awesome. There's also going to be other great musicians and speakers, such as myself, not a musician, but a speaker. I'll be there talking about what we're doing at the farm, what health really is, and everything in between. Uh, you get to meet me there, Aubrey Marcus and Caitlin and Godzi, and a lot of the other amazing people we're going to have there. Matias Stefano, like I said, Del Bigtree, Charles Eisenstein, Zach Bush, and uh, Jamie Will were all speakers there last year, so I can tell you that the speaking lineup is second to none. It is only a few days long, November 2nd. Through the fifth. It's gonna be absolutely incredible. So make sure you get your tickets now. We'll link to that in the show notes. Today's guest is Joshua Church from Edge Theory. Josh Church, uh, I was led to through a series of synchronicities. I won't dive into that here. It was just it just happened happened that way over the course of a few days. We talk about it on the podcast. He's one of the first experts that I've had on in several years when it comes to the Wim Hof method, cold therapy, sauna sessions, all those things. And it's funny because there's many things that I kind of I don't necessarily take for granted, but once, once we've got that out there it's like, all right, we did that. And then I move on and it becomes habit for most of us. Uh, If, if, if it does become habit for most of us, good job. Uh, And then I just go about life and I, and I don't think twice about it. It's like, yeah, that's kind of old news. And then I see so many people online in different places. They're like, well, what's the best way to do this? And I'm like, you know what? It's really been a while since we've talked about this, and and I honestly don't remember some of the best ways to do this. I know the ways that I use this, and I know the science that supports that, but I also know that there's more than one way to skin a cat, and there's a, a multitude of different ways that we can utilize cold therapy and different things like that. And just really the whole optimization game. Remember this podcast used to be Total Human Optimization and I apologize for straying if I strayed too far away from that and that's the reason you're here. Today's about Total Human Optimization. We're back to that and uh and nothing more. We don't dive into deep state topics or anything like that. We just stick to the body and um and really it's a phenomenal podcast. Josh Church has done some really cool shit. He's based in San Diego. Uh, the way he set up his company actually reminds me quite a bit of Todd White and Dry Farm Wines. Like He's really paying attention to what creates community and what bonds people together. And it makes me think of Tony Shea, the late, great Tony Shea, who wrote Delivering Happiness. It's a phenomenal book for anybody that's, that's a part of companies that wants to have the best company possible. Uh, Delivering Happiness is a phenomenal book. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. But I've had Todd White on this podcast from Dry Farm Wines three different times to really pick his brain on this, especially when I was working at, on it because I wanted to create or do my part to create a really holistic, uh, environment for everybody that we worked with. And, you know, they did great. I don't know how the, how the company is now. I, I I know that there, there's always seems to be an air of awesomeness when you step into on it, on it, gym. I don't know how the company's doing under Unilever, but, um, always rooting for them. That's always, you know, that's always one of the landmarks in uh, my trajectory. And certainly obviously such a big one for Aubrey's, but Josh is absolutely incredible, and I can assure you that we will be diving in quite a bit more into the body and different ways to optimize the body because now more than ever, people need to know this shit, and it's really fun to have people on that, that know more than I do when it comes to this, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I really like picking their brain, and I get to pick his brain before, during, and after the show. It was awesome. We showed him the farm. Josh is a homie, and he'll be back on for sure. There are many ways you can support this podcast. First and foremost, share it with friends far and wide. I think this is one of those unique podcasts that everyone can listen to and benefit from. Uh, so share this with anybody that listens to the podcast. That way you don't have to teach them about where the fucking podcast app is or how to download Spotify and where to find it and all that shit. If you want to go through that, cool. But if they already listen to it, just send it to them. They can click on it and then boom, they can listen. Secondly, support our sponsors. They make this show possible. And I mean, they absolutely make this show possible. I've also hand-selected every single one of these guys. They are incredible. Some of them seem weird, like hostage tape. Why tape my mouth at night? But I can assure you, the benefits uh, scientifically support this inside and out. You can use it during workouts. You can use it in a whole host of different things. And we'll dive into that in a second. But when you support our podcast by supporting our sponsors, there's a direct hit to us that keeps this show viable. And I love, I absolutely love being able to podcast. It's one of my favorite ways to learn. It's one of my favorite ways to meet interesting and awesome people. And even though I travel less for it, Rogan moves here, and a lot of awesome people come to Austin these days. So, I don't think I missed a beat in terms of being able to podcast with some of the best people on the planet, face to face or otherwise. So, thank you guys for supporting the show. Check out these sponsors, they make the show possible. Our first is brought to you today by Hostage Tape. Hostage Tape is a comfortable and easy solution to improve sleep, decrease snoring, and enjoy all the health benefits that come with sleeping well. Hostage Tape has twice sold out on orders in the US and Canadians and shows no signs of slowing down. They release their nose strips. In April of 2023, uh, better sleep. You guys are going to immediately find deeper, more restful sleep when you begin solely nose breathing at night. As you effectively and efficiently breathe through your nose, your heart rate decreases and your body releases less adrenaline. Sleep studies have also shown keeping your mouth shut while sleeping can help reduce or eliminate snoring. Your body will improve your oxygenation level in your blood, reducing the brain fog you may feel the next morning. Better fitness. When you breathe through your nose only, your body extracts more oxygen, maintaining a steady breathing pattern leveled heart rate and pushes more nitric oxide to your muscles it helps maintain posture better form and movement means less injury and better sessions so you're really doing less for more reps less breaths that provide more oxygen to your muscles pool like they do at xpt with gabby and laird or whether you're doing training long form zone 2 exercise with tape over your mouth Both of these have a profound effect on the body and your ability to train harder and longer improves dramatically. So this is an excellent thing to do. And what I found is that not all tapes work when I'm sleeping and not all tapes work while I'm working out. And it's kind of a pain in the ass to self-regulate like that. But if I pretend that I'm only going to breathe through my nose on a run or while I'm boxing and I need to take a gasp for air, if my mouth isn't taped, I'm going to fucking take a gasp of air and then I'll say, all right, well, I, I got 20 minutes in. That's cool which helps my sleep scores improve immensely. When I use this while I'm working out, same deal. I can sweat all I want. It's going to stay right there. And it works so well for keeping me in this zone two and works so well for forcing me to breathe through my nose the entire workout. Better mental health. Nasal breathing has been shown to reduce anxiety and promote relaxation. Nasal breathing also helps regulate the body's oxygen and carbon dioxide levels, lower heart rate, and improve brain function, which can improve sleep quality and overall health. Mouth tape is a safe and non-invasive solution that can be used by anyone experiencing anxiety. It's also an affordable alternative to other anxiety management techniques, such as therapy or the dog shit medication that fucking Western medicine had prescribed me all throughout college. I can speak. I speak to that from personal experience. Do not fucking take anti-anxieties. That is the last thing you want to hook yourselves on. So, better mood, better oral health. We're also brought to you by my longest sponsor and homies of the podcast, Organifi.com slash KKP. These guys are the real deal Holyfield. Uh, you can check out their sunrise, the sunset kit to be covered with the red, the green, and the gold. I mentioned them. They've been on, they've been on this podcast for years. They're so good. Dr. Drew or not. Dr. Drew cannoli has been on this podcast a couple of times. I've been on his a couple of times. He's done such a phenomenal thing with this company. Uh, again, talking about good companies. These guys are absolutely incredible. They have a brand new Jeet gummy that is vanilla and cinnamon. And it is the easiest, tastiest way to consume Shilajit on the planet. A lot of people are like why Jeet? Well, They say it's like old dinosaur poop that's been in the ground for, you know, 70 million years, whatever the fucking stats are on dinosaurs. But they, uh, you know, bottom line is you're going to get humic acid, fulvic acid, and a lot of things that we don't really get anywhere else. Now, when you find it in Shilajit, it is totally bioavailable. It's ready for the body to absorb. The minerals have been broken down to a point where they're small enough that we can take these in and utilize them very well. And that creates a holistic effect that allows our body to function at its best. This is the best way to consume it. It tastes incredible. Two gummies only have six grams of sugar, and they are phenomenal. There's no glyphosate residue in anything in these guys' products. Glyphosate residue free. Everything you'll find in their company. And I can tell you, from an optimization standpoint, if this is something you still haven't mastered, please buy their book. It will change your life. And also visit their store. Uh, they have the BioOptimizers guys do the very best in a whole host of different things. They also have the SleepBreakthrough.com. SleepBreakthrough.com/slash/Kingsboo is where you can order. And you're going to get an additional 10% off by using the promo code Kingsbu in all caps. That's K-I-N-G-S-B-U. They're always gifts with the purchase. That's why I love shopping at optimizers. Check it out. There is so many good things here. But the, the hardest thing for me to do is to shut my mind off when I want to sleep. And it's funny because I wake up tired already thinking of when I'll go back to bed again or if I can get a nap in that day. But on the exact moment I lay my head on the pillow, it feels like a machine of crazy what-if thoughts is turned on. Does this happen to you? Let me tell you my new secret way to deal with this. You may have heard of Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers and how it's great for sleep and for feeling well-rested, energized, and ready to tackle the day ahead. I highly recommend giving Sleep Breakthrough a try. Trust me. Visit sleepbreakthrough.com kingsboo and order now. Oh, in addition to the 10% discount code you get by using KINGSBOO in all caps, there are always amazing gifts for the purchase. That's why I love shopping at Bioptimizers. Go now to sleepbreakthrough.com kingsboo to get your Sleep Breakthrough and find out this month's free gift with purchase. Last but not least, we're brought to you by another super long-standing supplement company, paleovalley.com. These guys make all sorts of good shit. They have the best snacks on the planet, the beef sticks, which arms. their cows are never getting an steroids or hormones. It's made from bones, not hide. Now this is a critical piece here. Most companies use the hides because it is cheaper. When collagen is sourced from the animal's skin, we miss out on all the extra nutrients and restorative benefits of the bones. So, Bone broth is not the same as cowhide broth, and that's just how it is. There's a lot of different nutrients. If you start making your own bone broth, one of the things you'll find out online is when you use chicken feet or fish heads and all sorts of different things, you get a whole host of different types of collagen. There are a number of different types of collagen. But within the bones themselves, there's a ton of nutrients. We know this from bone marrow. If anybody's ever gone to a high-end steak restaurant and you scrape out a fucking femur and throw that onto some sourdough, Jesus, man, that is, that is it right there. Sorry if I uh, uh, offended anybody by saying that. Uh, anywho, no pesticides. Their cows graze on free patho agents. Gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. The best of the best. Remember, made from bones, not hides, 100% grass-fed cattle, never fed grain, gently dried into a powder, no chemical or heat extraction, and third-party tested for pesticides, herbicides, and heavy metals. This is the very best. If you're not drinking uh, a, a collagenous, you know, thick mixture that is like gelatin until you reheat it, that's, that's, that's going to be top tier. You can't travel with stuff like that, though. I can't take my mason jar quart full of, of fresh, locally made bone broth. I got to travel with powders, and this powder happens to be the best because there's, a, there's an unflavored that you can use from PaleoValley.com with their bone broth protein that'll mix into any smoothie, any shake you want to make. It'll mix in a shaker cup, and it's such a valuable way to get in the nutrients that I need. There's ultra high levels of amino acids that are known to restore your joints, your hair skin. Check it out at PaleoValley.com. That is P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L. EY.com and use code K Y L E Kyle for 15% off everything in the store. Without further ado, my brother, Josh church. Josh, I got introduced to you from a number of people all at once. And it was kind of one of these things where you get enough, like uh, uh, little nods or shoves from the universe. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh man, like three, three and fucking one weekend. I was like, all right, we got to do this. I had, it's funny. I had a, um, I got a text from Tim Ferriss who was asking me about cold plunges and what to do. And, and I had been, you know, I was one of the guys that geeked out on making, you know, the D, the D Y I and, uh, do DIY. There we go. Do yeah. it yourself. As you can tell, I don't do that enough to get the acronym <laughs> right. But I did it myself, you know, and I got help from Luke's and there, you know, told him my name and everything like that. And up front, these guys are great. I mean, they sent it to me on the house, that kind of shit. And then, uh, I let them know everything. And they're like, Oh, you're, you're out of warranty. And I was like, it, How are you saying this right now? It was a fucking gift. I'm a podcast host. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, I'm a big name, blah blah blah. I'm not a big name, clearly. But at the same time, if you're treating me like this, how are you treating fucking your customers? And I was like, Listen, I'm the guy that got you in with Aubrey and Aubrey Marcus and Paul Check. And the guy goes, Oh, you know Aubrey. And then the (laughs) tune changed, and I was like, No, 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 no. This is this is this is bad. That means fucking everyone I've told about this thing is is left you know up shit creek without a paddle all because they they made some mistakes in engineering and had to go a different route. And long story short, I, like Tim, was looking for um, a much better version of that, yeah. something that I could rely on. And, um, you know, but between Tim, between Ob, and then Ian, and then uh, David, who had been already been working with you guys, you know, David, Ian, brother, and, mm-hmm. and my, my, my assistant, and I was like, there's a lot of pointers here that we got on the horn. And I realized, like, we've got so much in common and you've really been on the path and what you're doing with your company is really inspiring. And so I wanted to invite you on just to get your story because I think that, that it's really cool. Like there's a few companies that I've absolutely loved. I don't even drink alcohol, but I love dry farm wines. I've had Todd White on three different times. Dry farm wines is an, an exceptional company and it's because Todd's an exceptional CEO and president and what he's cultivating there from a hiring standpoint. I think it's when I read, um, delivering happiness the Tony Shea story on Zappos I was like that's what Todd's doing he's doing something that's far beyond other places and so listening to you I can kind of send and the
1: the the, w- the winks and the nods and the shoves from the universe it was it was a pleasure to connect and um and yeah yeah you know similarly in my story there was a lot of shoves from the universe that were painful that got me onto this path and uh for me that that my journey was one of healing physically so I was born with my lung collapsed right minutes after I was born so breath was something that from the beginning was something that I had to work for and struggle for and heal from and growing up I had my fair share of being a being a boy playing sports injuries broken arms this that but then um I did my ACL LCL MCL meniscus and then the year after I had a uh, a really um a really rare injury called compartment syndrome and that was basically the whole my whole quad from a, from a football injury and another subsequent injury after that filled with blood and all Don't the they say that done.
0: that is how shin splints to a lot out of because
1: uh, there's no fascia there, so they had to relieve that pressure. I was hours away from having my leg amputated, 17 years old, and I thought, what the, you know, what the heck's going on here? And then a couple years later, I had appendicitis, which is a common procedure they do for the appendectomy, but the doctor nicked an artery and I was bleeding internally in the hospital. A week later, blood transfusion. So at that point in my early 20s, I was in such a bad place with my body in such a bad relationship, I was inflamed, I was overweight, I just was not well and I didn't have trust, right? I didn't have trust in my body. I thought that I literally had in my mind as a young man that I'm gonna be in a wheelchair by the time I'm 30, right? Like I had that idea. And I was walking around, hobbling around and and that's what and then and, and that's what forced me on the path. I went to a yoga class. My my uncle and dad convinced me to go to this sculpt yoga class and it was a good workout. But I remember laying in shavasana at the end being like, oh that was good. My body felt relaxed. What was that? So I took that our bodies always whispering to us. And, and, you know, the, the, the story goes on to me going to Iceland, doing a Wim Hof retreat and falling in love with cold and breath work and, and what that did for me as well. But that's, that, that's really what started me on that path was I was, I was shoved onto it by virtue of, of physical pain and, uh, an injury in my body.
0: Yeah. I think that's, it's, there's, it's fairly common, not exactly your story, but the story of crisis leading to, to the deeper dive, you know, like it it uh, checks checks you know famous for saying that you know that that most people won't change until there's a crisis that's right and uh but not everyone changes when there is the crisis so like Mm. pat yourself on the back it's not to say like you know oh yeah well that's that's how it that's how every great story begins it's like well most of them are bad stories most of them are people that fucking die of you know multiple comorbidities and, and didn't 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 change their lives and didn't do it well and it's a common thread. Um, and meditate. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I hadn't and start." And then third time and I was like, "All right. Uh I can't come back here until I've done yoga <laughs> and meditated." But yeah, my wife got she became a yoga teacher trainer mm-hmm. um in Los Gatos at yeah. uh Breathe Los Gatos, a fucking phenomenal place. Great. And um uh Jen Pru who who's their lead instructor is awesome. She was a, a Ramdas uh mentee, I guess mm-hmm. you call that. Mm-hmm. And, um, so she's got like a, a this, this deep breadth of, of wisdom from the spiritual and, and in that application, obviously, you know, yoga has got, yogis can be very wide ranging, you know, in their spiritual practices, but, uh, sure. I'll just leave it at that kindly. <laughs> um, but yeah, she had a very grounded, you know, Ram Dass is such a grounded approach to it. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about Wim and, and the, and the trajectory, because for me, when I hit Wim, I was still fighting, heard him on, uh, Ferris's podcast. Well, there's a deeper When you understand what he was doing, it's much deeper than that. Talk about that, the trajectory and getting out there and and diving into him because it was a major turning point in my life as well.
1: Yeah. Well, similarly, I heard him on a podcast. Um, I heard him on uh, Tim's podcast, the Rich Roll podcast, and I remember just being captivated by his story and how inspiring it was. And and, and the one thing that really resonated that he was saying is how, and, and just in the whim way that he says it, is that we are in control. We are responsible for our own health, strength, and happiness. And, and that message just so resonated with me of like, yes, like I'm in control here, right? Like I, this is my body, this is my life and, and I'm responsible. Nobody's coming to save me, right? Like I'm responsible for my health. I'm responsible for my happiness. I'm responsible for my strength. And, and that really, that really inspired me. And so I, I wanted to, to try the breath work and the cold. I went and watched the vice documentary and the yes theory, YouTube thing. Like everybody does and starts with this is, this is right. Like you follow the breadcrumbs, something interests you or sp- sparks your curiosity or excites you, like take that a step further. You're, you are you hear something on a podcast, you're, you're you're interested in it, like go learn. There's something there for you, right? And so I followed the breadcrumb and I'm like, you know, it's a bit extreme, sure. But I decided to send it and booked the retreat and went out to Iceland. I'd always wanted to see the Northern Lights, wanted to get out there. And it just, it felt like, it felt like a yes. And so I went and um, and it was it was game changing. I did breath work for the first time that you know the deep Wim Hof breath, breathing style, and it was led by Joran de Brown, who was one of his first. He was the first Wim Hof instructor outside of Wim to lead retreats, and he's become a close friend and mentor. I'm actually going back to Iceland in two weeks with him to lead another retreat out cool. there. Cool. Is he
0: based there, or he's, does he just go to the cold places on Earth? He's based
1: out of uh, yeah, no, he's not based out of Iceland. He he lives now in Majorca. He's got an awesome uh, like uh, farmstead and, and 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 family life out there in Majorca right now. I'm being Hysterical, like I never had. And, and then that, that tickle moved its way around my body to all the different sites of my scars and incisions and surgeries. And it just felt like this wave of relief and release that was happening. And it was, it was one of the most powerful things. And, and, and I remember after thinking, I just felt so much lighter. I felt so much calmer. I felt so much more in my body. And I remember thinking that was just with my breath. Like we just lay down and bre- like breathed for an hour. And that's what happened. Like, holy cow crap, there's something here. I was so lit up about that breath work. And then you pair that with the cold and going into the, into the, the tundra and doing a climbing a mountain in freezing temperatures and negative degrees and, and, and go going into the glacier waterfalls and rivers and feeling the strength and aliveness and coming back to reconnecting with our body and its beautiful capability and how and in myself, and I went on to become a Wim Hof method certified instructor and And also share with other people and share that, share that gift of connection with themselves and their body to get out of their minds that we live so stimulated in and actually breathe and feel and listen and and understand what's happening on a deeper level in your anatomy and physiology.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a massive thing. I remember the first time I went for like a deep shamanic, you know, like Mm -hmm. not just 30 reps kind of deal with pushups at the end, but like the deep, the deep work, which you're talking about Mm -hmm. was with a woman named Anahata Ananda out in Sedona. And it was 2017 it was right when I got to on it and already had, um, we, you know, fit for service wasn't around then. And, and, um, but he would send employees out for like a little spirit retreat, you know, where you'd get to hang with Parangi and learn music and, and uh, dive into the body. And then on would do the breath work. And so I, I, you know, I'd heard a little bit about it and I'd heard it. I'd been doing Wim Hof and shit like that has that lead us to the altered state from native American vision quest, no food, no water for four days, what mm-hmm. they do at Sundance. Um, along with sweat lodges and other things, you know, but but uh, so many different pieces, darkness, you know, that Aubrey and 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 Eric Godsey and Aaron Alexander and Blue and all these awesome friends of mine that I've been able to do. I haven't done it yet. I think I'm more scared of the darkness than the other ones, but the breath is one that's awesome because it's doing much, it's not only is it going to put you in an altered state of consciousness where you can't access these things, ultimately, your foot's on the pedal and it's on the gas, right? You decide how far you want to go. but, you know, diving into Jamie Wheel's work, who's, who's a good buddy and everything from, uh, you know, the flow stuff that he was talking about uh, in his book with Kotler into Recapture the Rapture. Like, you're doing vagal toning. You're doing things that move far beyond. You know, yogis have understood this for thousands of years, but this is why. With exception to, like, living in London during World War II, with exception <laughs> of that, like, mm-hmm. p- people in our space now where if you don't have the reset button... You just carry that with you. It's like a fucking load. You had two and a half pounds today. You had another two and a half pounds next day yeah. from, from somebody. I keep adding this pounds to your weight vest until you're carrying a hundred pounds of shit. And your nervous system is fucking fried. And uh, thinking about the ability of that to just hit that reset very quickly in a way that's so palpable. And like he says, you know, get high on your own yeah, supply, right? That's like right. you are getting high on your own supply. And I realize we have that as an access point. You know, first and foremost, it's my responsibility. But yes. secondly, oh shit, I have access to this anytime I fucking need it. And it's yep. not easy, right? It's good. It's it, it really takes work. It's, it's like, it, takes it work. breath yeah. work for a reason, right? Yeah, it takes like, work. Like, like you, anything, anything yeah.
1: worthwhile, right? That's not a that's not a prescription or a pill that you in the softness. And we're not doing the hard things to to get our nervous system charged up and to get in that excitement, delight. And so and, and 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 playing those hormetic stressors like cold, like hit workouts, like hard training, like sauna to be able to get into this, to build this elasticity of our nervous system, to know where and when do I need to upregulate? Where and when do I need to downregulate? How can I use what I have within me and what's accessible within me, like a vehicle, like a bike, like a like a machine, to be able to tune myself to what I need to show up in this moment and, 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 and alter my state however I need to.
0: Yeah. Fuck yeah. You nailed that. I, I think that like the breath lives in its own place. And then as you combine the cold, mm-hmm. you know, there was so much, I mean, Rhonda Patrick just beating the drum on sauna therapy and really diving home on that. And then I talked to, um, Oh God, why am I forgetting his name now? Uh, Taro from, uh, four Sigmatic who's, who's, you know, told me sauna is the only, there's some cold thing that hits the reset button in between that. And I've, I'm sure you get tons of questions about this, but I get a lot of questions uh, since coming to on it around, you know, if I can do one thing, sauna or ice bath, what would it be? And it's like, how much time do you have? Yeah. If you're like me, you, you yeah. probably want the ice bath because what you can do in one to three minutes in an ice bath will change fundamentally change you the rest of your day. Yes. Versus 15 minutes to an hour that the sauna is going to take, and they're both fucking phenomenal. I've had both for a long time, Um but they do they do require a little chunk of change. But talk a bit about you know, as you started to uncover, because Wim's so brilliant on breaking down the science of the cold, what it's doing to the body. And, and when you think about, I've had some, I'm, I'm almost exhausted myself on how many times I've had someone on this podcast to talk about metabolism, you know, and, and, and metabolic function, get it, it use, right?
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, talk about that. Well, a lot of that comes down to um, what's referred to as brown fat or brown adipose tissue. Are you familiar with brown mm-hmm. fat and brown adipose tissue, which or for those who aren't we have we have different types of fat in our body we've got white fat we have beige fat we have brown fat and brown fat is what we build is almost like an insulation layer simply put in the cold it helps keep us keep us warm uh, babies and toddlers have a high concentration of brown fat because they don't have a shivering mechanism yet so which I find fascinating so babies and toddlers do well in the cold <laughs> which you see and it makes sense and so uh, our brown fat though is really important because it actually has metabolic value and our brown fat actually it works as a furnace of sorts and it burns our white fat too that's why you see all these insane stories of people losing so much weight from the cold. It makes sense, too, because you put yourself in cold and, and your body needs to, needs to burn calories and burn burn stuff in your body to be able to heat you up and warm you back up after the cold. It's so fascinating. But, and then at the end of the day, it's like think about it from a, from, a, from a simple perspective. You get yourself into cold. What does it do to your system? It gets you going. It gets you up, It wakes you up, it gets you moving. And so just from a from that level of thinking, that's happening down on a cellular level as well. If we're activating, we're engaging. We're arousing the, the system to 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 wake up and to and to go and to produce and to energize. So th- there's so much around that. and, and I'm glad the metabolic health is now starting to, have its moment in the spotlight, because like you said, it's, it's the found it's, it's, it's such a foundation of, of, of all, of all the rest of health. That's that, that hasn't really been talked about a whole lot. I feel like.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, from different angles, right. I mean, I remember right when the ketogenic diet came online, I don't remember that actually it came online long before I was born, but when the, the, the resurgent of it, I guess, you know, in, in, in modern culture, you know, from that, and then they got, you know, all these different keto companies coming out and some of them are great. Like I love the ketones. HGN has great ketones, Aubrey's developing a phenomenal ketone right now. That's going to be a world beater. Um, Those are excellent. And at the same time, like it's not really getting into what is the point of all this, right? Like Sisson wrote the keto reset diet and said, Hey, you don't have to live here, but for three weeks a year, three to six weeks, like you should reset your metabolism in this way. Uh, Dr. Walter Longo, who who had heard about through Rhonda Patrick really took a deep dive into this. Like, is there low hanging fruit? that we can do where we can give somebody, you know, about a 500 to a thousand calories a day for five days and, and mimic fasting for five days. And then does that intermittent, or is that a fasting mimicking diet? Does that actually give us the bulk of the gains? And it does, right. He's, he's proved oh, that. Yeah. He's I'm proved that that's a, a very valid way for people who can't just go And a couple of his, his top folks on from NutriSense. And they were discovering, you know, like Zen equals one, but through thousands of patients, they're discovering all sorts of shit. Like they had, you know, you can become metabolically flexible in a matter of weeks. Even if you're hundred pounds overweight, you don't mm-hmm. have to lose the whole hundred pounds to become more metabolically fit. And through some of these practices, whether it be cold or mitigating carbohydrates or doing uh, you know, some intermittent fasting or crash coursing with like a fasting mimicking or an actual fast, like that can change the scope of your life for the next six months to a year. It's a big fucking deal. And now we have capability. Now I can process things differently. I've reset leptin levels, my appetite changes, my hunger changes, where that food gets stored gets changes.
1: Fascinating. And, and, and they're all different tools and different tools work differently for everybody's different too. Right. And, and that's so much been my mindset as I've gone deep into the space is exploring with this open-minded anymore. I, I do lead people through breathwork and ice baths very frequently. I um, and, and I find such, such joy and pleasure into that as well. It's it could be really, really powerful. Just the other day I had someone in and, and who had like a, a panic attack and freak out. Right. And it was, it was such a profound moment to, to be able to, to you know, hold space for that and to, to watch and to be present and to give tools to help them actually get over that and regulate themselves in that and be able to, to use that as an empowering step in their healing. So, so I I don't, I don't teach yoga in in, in the studio anymore, but, but I do a lot of breath work and lead retreats also.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Talk a bit about, you know, in, in the formation of what you you're doing, because you guys create edge theory and you're working on these things and the the tub is phenomenal, but in, in our conversation, you're letting me know kind of what the office looks like, the 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 culture that you're yeah. creating there. Like dive into that because I think this is great.
1: Absolutely. So, <laughs> my cousin, he, my cousin is my co-founder, and you know, to to reach their edge, to unlock that edge, and unlock their maximum human potential, and and so that's why we didn't call ourselves like you know, Monkey Ice Barrel or whatever, you know, Cold Pond, right? Like we wanted to be bigger than that, and. And, and so we, we launched with a with a great product and we, we, we built it for ourselves so we could use for Ironman triathlon training and so that I could stop buying ice and uh, I didn't want to go chest freezer route. And I, I actually hit up my cousin to help me build a chest freezer and he like freaked out. He's like, no, I don't want you to like, you know, freeze yourself or close yourself in that chest freezer. So that's when we built, we built a <laughs> DIY and then just kept making it better and better. And then really championed the portability with the first portable one to launch to market so I could put it in my balcony apartment or I could move it around and so it's not a liability it's not this big fixed tub and that worked really well but but coming back to what you're saying one of the one of the mantras that we've had since day one when we launched is being more than just a tub right like we we seek to be more than just a tub. things and and then beyond that too like what other other products that we're working on innovating and bringing to market to to be able to support people and their whole body transformation and to to really truly really push that edge and so as a result we also you know, as we started growing our team and getting to a physical office space, we were like, how cool, you know, dreaming this up. How cool it would be to have like a, a office space that's cool and different and that people actually want to come into. And so we built out you know, for ourselves. We're like, oh, it's going to be awesome. We're going to have a sauna. We're going to have cold tubs. We're going to have a exercise with oxygen therapy set up. We're going to have the Norma tech, the recovery. We're going to have it all. It's going to be the labs, edge 3 Labs. We're going to have our labs, our HQ, so we can take care of ourselves and our employees and make it this really, really cool place. So, so we've built this amazing space in, in, in San Diego and we're just actually outgrowing it now. So we're getting ready to move into an even bigger and better space, which is really exciting. And uh and it's all about and, and what we're what we're building is a place that people want is that is so uh extreme that it it changes your way of being entirely. Like it's you know, it's 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 growing out of your shell and into a new one. It's an up leveling moment or opportunity. It's doing something that that's gonna push you so much that you'll never be the same. Right. And so f- so for a lot of our employees it's uh doing an Ironman triathlon, right? Or it's climbing a mountain or it's doing a a vision quest, right? We've we, all our different employees do different things and, and we fund one a year for each of our employees to go that's
0: fucking to go dope, out there dude. do
1: something that's going to be out of the office, that's going to go push yourself and uh it's been so well received of course and uh and and that's that's really the philosophy and you know it feels like something special is brewing with that and and that's why I've got such faith and and conviction in what we're doing beyond just tubs and ice baths and and, and towards the bigger picture that we're working towards that, um, that we get an opportunity as well to
0: see in so many parallels. I mean, that, that really was Aubrey's reason for sending people out to, to the ranch in Sedona before we started utilizing it for fit for service was like, Hey, go there, get this breath work going. You know, it's a legal way, a legal way where we can give you an alter sure. state and that kind of thing. And Ana is such a beautiful medicine woman. I'm, I'm fucking stoked. We're going to do a, a land journey together for, fit for service here in like 10 days we'll be hooking Whoa. up so i get to, i get to 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 be uh you What's know her, the land her assistant um it's 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 basically like a one day out on the land and sedona is uh-huh. such a powerful place in and yeah. of itself but you go fasted uh with an intention and you open yourself to the potential of nature speaking to you beautiful so a lot of dr will tagle's work our buddy tim corcoran's done it before um but it's with that idea that I'm going to find a place here and through the guidance of great spirit, uh, I'm going to get, I'm going to lay by this running stream. And I did that and I had a flood of downloads on creating full temple reset, which is where we do the fasting mimicking diet, hot and cold, the whole deal. So that'll be cool. In January, we'll run it back and we'll be just pumping people through the edge theory.
1: I love it. Uh, and then, <laughs> then
0: also send them here in the pool. Is this going to be fucking like 30 degrees in that pool? But um, yeah, that's, that's a, it's a really special thing. I forgot what I was getting at. Before that I had a question for you. Oh, on the Masogi thing. Mm. That's exactly how Aubrey creates tribe. We do these bead necklace exchanges where you select a person and you have to go through something monumentally hard. So like mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'd never done it boga. That was a thing we did together because it was like it's a little bit harder than ayahuasca. Yeah. You know, yeah. it can be very hard. I shit my pants. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't as brutal <laughs> as it could have been. Humbling. Humbling for sure. I mean at that point I'd had enough experience. You got to be in the office, you know, and the reason for that is that there is, there's magic sauce that happens when you're sharing energy with one another. And you know, this from podcasting as well as anything else, if we're face-to-face there's a different energy than online. Of course. And it's great because I couldn't get with David Icke or some of these other people that live in different countries otherwise, yeah. right? I'm not going to fly to London and I'll have that kind of dough for the podcast to go fly myself, nor would I spend that much time away from my family right. so that the technology piece is good. And at the same time, like there, there is something lost when it's not face-to-face. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's really cool that you guys are putting that together where you're drawing people in, into one location. That's way different than how the companies are being built yeah, now, you and, know,
1: and, and you totally. And, and, and like you were saying too, it, it's, it's, it should be a place that you want to come into. And and that's the goal, right? Like if you're spending, you know, for, for the, the, the common employee spends, I mean, what is it like two thirds of their life at their, at the office? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's amazing. I yeah. love that so much.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Do, do, do. Do your employees do a lot of this stuff together did they say like hey well let's do this Iron Man together will you team up with me yeah
1: yeah that's a cool thing too and we're all we also do we're also doing team stuff as well and team things um team events so where we're like a few of us will will do so certain things there's two or three of us doing this Iron Man next month and um uh and we're also and fun stuff too just like let's go let's all go paintballing or let's all just do fun things together and doing that on a regular cadence is is important, But once a year, we'll do something. We'll do something big as well.
0: Yeah, we're going to start running that here at the farm since it's only 30 minutes south of the office in Austin. But um, we've got like this awesome uh, Clay Martin, who's a buddy who's been on the podcast, was a Marine Recon Sniper, one of the best shooters in the world. Wow. Um, had us training with 22 it's just It's a different, it's a jump but um we could effectively we could shoot a thousand rounds in a day and and not spend much more than a couple hundred bucks so like we're That's thinking right. of different fun things like that for us yeah. to shoot because we got different people that have kind of dabbled they're coming from cities like chicago and different places where they don't have access to guns but i grew up in the bay area mm-hmm. that kind of thing um but they're curious about hunting you know they yeah. hear rogan talking about it they hear uh steve brunello they hear john dudley they hear this hear me talking about it and they're like Now oh, this seems really cool I'm like well let's first build some marksmanship let's Let's see how this operates. Let's get familiar with getting kicked in the shoulder, and yeah. what does that feel like, you know? And um, and that's fun too. Even archery, we've got a uh, bunch of archery stuff downstairs, and I want to set up a little course out here with live animals. Not live animals. We have live animals, but I mean like uh, uh, the decoy animals. So we'll yeah, have yeah, like yeah. an elk yeah, yeah. And, that, a, and a white tail yeah. and a pig, and then we can go out and get realistic shots. Kind of like um, can't be thinking about something else. You can't be fucking willy nilly. Like it's 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 the hyper laser level focus. And I find with distance shooting, the same thing happens, right? So like this, this, this narrowing in to the, to the super fine right in front of us. And what that does is it can be a transcendent experience. Yes. It can be something that moves us out of our daily routine. And, it, and it, it's not, you know, visual like an altered state, but it is different than the norm. Yes. Right. Much like a flow state is different than the norm. And the better we get at stepping into that more frequently, it's like being able to step into flow more frequently. I think there's something really powerful about that. So
1: It's presence. Yeah. And yep. and, and there's such a parallel to, to the ice, to what you were just describing as well. Everything you were just describing, I also experience and I aim to experience and practice experiencing when I go into the ice. And I go into it because there's so many different ways to approach it. And you see a lot of people out there, how do I relax into this? How do I melt into the intensity of this? How do I surrender? How do I let the cold win and surrender and merge with it? Then that became, the focus went from external into like, this is cold, this is cold. I need something to distract myself. And it went internal to one breath, one inhale, one exhale, and just really focused internal. It became transcended. It became meditation. It couldn't be anywhere else but right there, a forced meditation, if you will. And then I started noticing that that would translate out to when I'm doing my 15-mile runs. And I would get to that spot where I would start to feel the lactic acid build up, and I would start to feel that that, that, heart rate increase. And I would just relax into it and push into it. And there's this beautiful dichotomy in this, this, these two sides of this coin and this edge to play with that I love playing with, which is how do we greet those extreme moments with that softness? How do you greet firing a gun with the softness of, of relax? You, you I was
0: going to ask you that, but you hit it on the head with one breath. <laughs> you know, like I, yeah. I see so many people that, that mistakenly take the Wim Hof breath work. And combine it with that's ice dangerous. bath. and it's like ah, that's yeah. not that's not how he's doing this, no. right? It's not no. how he's doing this. Like you're kind of you're 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 seeing two different things and melding them into yes. one. Like there's yes. a time and a place for the breath work outside of the bath, and really it is about slowing down and 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 melting in. And I think that that's like the, the sick and I made that shift from like oh fuck yeah oh fuck to like just even if it's even yeah. if it's choppy breaths yep, inhale first, and yep. choppy breaths out until I can get it smooth. Once it's smooth. I'm cool. It Doesn't matter if that's 15 seconds right. or a minute. Once I'm there, I'm cool.
1: And it's such a good feeling when you get to that smoothness.
0: Yeah, and that's that is that does translate out. You know, it translates out into getting cut off. You know, in the freeway, it translates to your boss yelling at you. It translates yep. to any of these other moments where there's an acute stressor. Yes. Stressor, and you can realize very quickly, oh, the breath is what I worked on before.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, and that's that calm breath. There's a repeat pattern there. I had a guy, uh, when I was fighting in the UFC, I was always a fucking panicked out, you know, monkey mind guy. (laughs) When I was in the UFC, I could never calm my nerves. So I I worked with different people to try to help that never mastered in the UFC, but I did get some mastery with that fighting, uh, Jason Ellis a couple of times for for exhibitions. I had a little microdose of mushrooms, what helped. But mm. um, that reset as many times as you practice that throughout the day, a specific breathwork pattern or the cold, and you're calming with the breath. You, there's a neurophysiological adaptation that takes place, mm-hmm. so your body remembers this is the state that I go into from this breath. No matter what I'm facing, even if I'm going to freeze to death, I can approach it with ease. Right. So getting yelled at, the unthinkable happens. Whatever fucking goes down. The second you hit that breath, your body remembers exactly where it's going to go. The nervous system goes, oh, okay, I'm seeing something that scares the shit out of me, but my breath just told me I'm okay. And I just fucking relax into the moment, right? That's a superpower. Yeah,
1: it is. And and the reality is you are okay. And that's where it's so wild to see in our modern world is we're getting charged up for reasons where where our bodies are safe. And you, you see this before you get into the ice bath too. You start to feel a little bit of drip of that adrenaline. You get a little anxious. It's like, wow, it's amazing. Your mind's creating this. You're totally warm. You're safe right now. But- it's it's like a bell goes off. I love that you use getting cut off on a freeway. This literally happened to me last week. I'm not even kidding. I'm driving home. I got my fish 101 burrito. So
0: SoCal is the so- fucking wonderful place for getting cut off in traffic. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thankfully, not so much in San Diego as it is to LA, but I swear I was so stoked. I got my fish 101 burrito. I was driving home in a happy mood and then some guy is comes up and just hailing me and then swerves over and cuts me off so close. And I'm just in my new car as well and like almost hit me. And, and instantly my, 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 heart rate started increasing. Like I felt my heart beating out of my chest and I noticed myself shallow breath. I noticed myself charged up and then instantly without even having to think about it consciously, I felt myself take a deep inhale and act long, slow exhale. And then I started to feel my, my heart rate slow down a little bit and was like, Oh my goodness. And I just, I followed that until I was calm. And then I left that back there. And how many times before I'd be driving home and I'd be thinking like, I'm going to go chase that guy or like, like what Mac- should I have done? Gruber, you start totally. saying the license plate over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> totally. <not long. laughs> and, and, and how many times I would have done that, but it was such a beautiful reminder. And, and that's, why I, that's why I do the ice bath. It's, it's like, how do we take the practice out of the ice bath? We talk about that a lot. How do we take the ice bath? What are those daily ice bath moments that you face? And how can you use the ice bath as training as your practice arena to then take it into the day and be just a more calm, more regulated, more centered person to be able to handle the shit that life throws at you, the curveballs that the day's going to throw, whatever it comes your way. How can I be okay and be here in my in my state and in my peace, regardless of what's going on? How can I be a a an unconditional thriver versus a conditional liver and 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 wait for other things to be okay for me to feel good or me to thrive? How can I cultivate that within myself? And and that that's an important muscle to build. Is, is is learning, is building that memory, like you're saying, that flexibility, that that strength in your nervous system to be able to help you come back to center and calm and, and and build that memory to respond throughout the day.
0: Yeah, and what you're speaking to is, you know, people talk about the victim mentality and shit yeah. like that, and, and, and you know, it's like talking about psychedelics. You always got to give the disclaimer, uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. not for everybody, <laughs> sure. and, you know, right, set, and setting, that kind of shit. Anytime you talk about victimhood, you got to say, like, yes, there are certain circumstances where there is absolutely... Real victims, rape, sure. molestation, all that shit. Anything that happens to a fucking kid, absolutely, true, truly get victimized. No doubt about that. But at the same time, if you're expecting life to deliver you the balancing act, like that fucking guy cut me off and you're just waiting for the next thing to bring yes. you joy to balance you out, then you're actually the victim because you're waiting for the thing. You've not taken the steering wheel into your own hands per se and acknowledged the fact that you're responsible for your internal state. You're, you're relying on the external world to deliver you external promise or external happiness right and that's a fucking roller coaster it's spent now more than ever you know now more than ever it's a roller coaster so especially with like man i used to i've talked i ta- said this a few times on the podcast but i used to laugh at my parents and any adult for that matter for watching the news and I'm like can't you guys see it's like i was it was like almost like an alien coming here you know and kind of seeing the different yeah. like what are the weird human shit that they were doing i look <laughs> yeah. at the adults and be like why are they watching this shit it's always negative. Of course. It's always shit show. It's always the clickbait. It's always the whatever. You know, and then we get clickbait when the internet comes around. And then now slowly but surely, or maybe overnight, all of our social media is the news. And even if it's delivering the 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 right news that's not misinformation and it's the thing that I that I that I that is the truth, it's always shit. It's always absolute shit. And if I'm not in control of my own internal yes. vehicle, that's never gonna put me in a good mood. That's never going to make me happy or show mm. me fucking promise for the world like, well, at least that thing happened. Now we're in good hands. Like, right. no, it's always more fuckery. Right. At least with my whatever the algorithms showing me for at this point, right? It's like not not great. And um that just means that I have to be in control of myself. I have to be the moderator otherwise that bleeds into everything else I do. I don't want to take that stink with me to the office. I certainly don't want to take it into my house or around my kids. Mm. But I have to be able to balance that. And I think um one of the most important shifts, like right when I got into this, right when I got into breath work and and cold, cold, I was still fighting. Then when I went to on, it was my first 40 hour a week desk job. And I fought hard to make sure I didn't have to be there 40 hours, you know, like, Hey, a lot of this needs to be done in the field. And it's true. I was the office guinea pig. I had a lot to do in the field, in the gym. I could walk from my desk to the jujitsu mats. I could walk to the you know, the, the, uh, the sauna or the gym, there was, there was access that was unlike any other job, but at the same time, it still was a job. How do I shift gears from work mode into dad mode? And that's where I found the sauna and the ice bath in particular, the ice bath. Cause I didn't always have an hour to do contrast, but I could do a few minutes in the ice bath and come back a fucking totally different person for my kids. Totally changed, hit the reset button get high on my own supply, get the neurochemistry rocking and rolling, lower inflammation, fat loss, and all the other shit. That was just a side. You know, right, right, right. And it, happens, it was not, those, yeah, those, yeah, those those accoutrements. Very, very important, but not not why I was doing <laughs> yes. it, you know? But to yes. come in with full presence and to be, uh, to be there for my kids the way I would want to. Like if I was going to write it out, well, I'd be calm. I wouldn't have any other shit going on in my mind. I'd be off my phone. I'd be blah, blah, blah. How do I get there? Three minutes of doing this thing will get me there. Well, tell me about this. Um, because this is, oddly enough, I don't know how long we've been doing this, seven, maybe not quite seven years. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and we're in 23. We're, we're in this, we're approaching seven years here of podcasting. And I've never had on uh, a guy that really understands. I had one Wim Hof instructor on before, I should say that. Um, but never, never, you know, a company man, never somebody that like made that their life and their yeah. business. What are your best practices when it comes to optimization and what are your best practices when it comes to the cold tub, because mm-hmm. you've got, you know, there's a wide variety of how you do this stuff. And you know, this as an iron man versus yeah. like sprint work or versus, you know, like different hit training, right? Totally. You're probably juggling all sorts of shit that most people have dabbled in loosely. Yeah. And, and the same can be applied for these technologies that are mainly used for recovery or mainly used for spiritual purposes. Depends, you know, everyone's got a different goal with it, but because of the different reasons people come to these things the, the use of them is completely different. Absolutely, You know, and like I've had guys say like, oh, if your nervous system is shot, you know, take it at 50 degrees for an hour, that kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm just curious. What are your thoughts? How do you utilize this stuff? Do you do much contrast, you know, and, and, um, and then timing of that? You know, yep. one of the biggest questions I get is if I'm going to hit the sauna and ice bath, how long do I have to wait before I can work out? Mm. Or run to where I'm not getting any train effect. If I hit the gym, how long do I have to wait before I hit the sun and ice bath? So dive into all that stuff because yeah, it's fascinating it, to me. It,
1: it is fascinating, and and again, there, it's it's so there's so much out there that contradicts itself, and so much out there that um, that is evolving, and that is there's a lot of blind spots too in the research, and there's a lot more research being done. We're actually doing some research as well in the in the middle of doing some, and and have a lot more research planned with just so many blind spots out there with cold immersion. So it like you said, it depends. It's like it's like saying, okay, cool, working out's great. Okay, what should I do for workout? Well, it depends. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> what are your goals? We talk a lot about what we call a goal-oriented approach to cold water immersion. So first, it's understanding like, what's identifying, what's your, what's your goal? And, and, and your goal could be different depending on, on, on whatever days it is. But generally speaking for beginners, I always like to start with 55 degrees for two minutes, full immersion is a goal. Uh, because you don't know where some to your chin, you're we're uh, not exactly. on video right now, but your yeah. hands just went
0: to your chin. Yes. So like all full the way, your neck is it, in. it's a
1: lot easier to do arms out. And I like to go and instruct people to go full body immersion. Cause then you're getting, you're getting your full body in, right? You're getting your, up to your lymph nodes, you're getting inflammation reduction on your lymph nodes and you're getting a more of a lymphatic drain when you get your lymph nodes under. So I go like up to the chin, full body in, hands and feet in and start there. And then you start to work your way down from there, but that can be, that can take some time to adapt to. So generally speaking, and, and that's because one of the popular studies has shown 14 Celsius or 57 degrees Fahrenheit is the optimal temperature, where all those other benefits were researched of your dopamine increasing, your norepinephrine increasing. That wasn't done at, in ice. That was done at 57 Fahrenheit, which is not which is pretty mild, right? Yeah. And there's even research that suggests at 67 Fahrenheit, we get benefits of cold shock. So I think that there is this common, and I always love to, to share this and educate, because a lot of people see people going to ice baths and like, oh, that's crazy. I can't do that, or that's not for me. But But really you go into the ocean, you go into cold water and it feels good. There's a reason it feels good, right? Or you feel good after that. And so I think that there's, and we're going to see a movement of a lot more everyday people utilizing cold immersion, which is great and fantastic. And I love it. My my aunt, who's 65 years old, gets in the ice bath every single day because it helps her with her energy and her arthritis and gets for the reset. It's fantastic. She's not an extreme athlete, but so so it, it depends. Um, I like it in the morning. I like it as a wake up. I like it as a pick me up, um, as a way to, to, to do the hard thing first and to get to that breath. And then after the feeling of getting out after, it's just like, you're, you're just, it's it's downstream from there. Like you've done something difficult. You've got a win under your belt. And for me, the temperature I like right now is 45 to 47 degrees, like upper forties. It feels, it's a nice temp for me to get into that, into that rhythm. I also don't time myself. I go for feeling, I go based on feeling. Huberman talks a lot about like the walls of noticing where do you come up against a wall of resistance? When I hit a wall, I breathe three times. I, I see if it's it's good to keep going, but the, the biggest advice I give to anybody in their cold immersion journey is like, is, is experiment with it. See what happens. Cause I have a friend that, and a, and a, and a customer of ours who, who goes in the ice bath every night, like right before bed. And it's amazing. I have another friend who would be too jacked up to go to sleep after going in the ice bath. So everybody really is different. And there's, there's really no hard and fast rule besides doing it safely and doing it um, doing, giving your body what you need. And so I like to look at it that way of like, what do I need right now? And how can I give my body what I need? Um, the other thing around, I I do love saunas. I, I, we have a sauna in our office. I'm in that sauna. I mean, several times a week, probably four or five times a week. And, and I love doing just heat too, without, without the cold. I love just heat. There's a, there's a super stack. We call it the super stack. Um, the, the super, the super heat protocol where it's, it's doing four rounds of 30 minutes in above 185 in the sauna. And that's a and 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 the studies on that are How much time to,
0: do you have in between?
1: Uh 15 minutes in between. Okay. So 30 in, 15 out to to regulate, 30 in, 15 out, and doing that. Four quarters. It's like I have four quarters of a football game. That's fucking gangster. It, it's, and it's three hours long, too. It, it's three yeah, hours it's, long, it's yeah. A yeah. It's a football game. It's a send. It's an absolute <laughs> send. you do it with a friend and it becomes like by the end of it, <laughs> I did it with our director of coaching and performance and one of my best friends. And literally by the end of the first time we did it. We're we're laying on the bottom of the sauna, humming and holding hands. Like we got to that zone. You know what I mean? Like oh, you yeah. get to that like sweat lodge level zone <laughs> and it's just fantastic. But but uh you, I, I I gotta look up the numbers on that. But the the effect and the boost and growth hormone for doing that, it's absurd. You're like, look at it absurd. So we'll do a workout and do that. Yeah, every once in a while. But but back and forth, contrast I like. I just like to give myself some time to adjust before going from extreme hot to extreme cold a couple minutes until you feel you know when you feel like okay i've got my breath back under me i feel like i'm in my in my normal resting heart rate and i feel like i'm i'm good then i transition in and from from hot to cold and, and then also working out too. A lot of people like to wait after finishing a workout or a hypertrophy type of workout where you're going to build muscle because cold flushes inflammation. And after a workout, inflammation is helpful to bring blood supply to your muscles. Uh, but there's, there's different perspectives on that too because it depends. Are you trying to optimize for muscle gain? Then probably wait a few hours before going to the cold. Or are you trying to optimize for getting back and being less sore in the gym the next day? And, and there's diminishing effects from both approaches. So, like, we, we worked a lot of NBA teams and a lot of NBA athletes, and I was talking to VP Performance for, their, for the LA Clippers, and we are in their facility, and and and, and they was like, yeah, a lot of people say wait after training, but during season, I send the guys in right after because I'm trying to get them less sore the next day so they can perform even better. And I think that those net games from them being less sore and performing the next day better are going to outweigh whatever potential inflammation flush happens. Interesting perspective, right? Yeah. So there's all these interesting perspectives on it, and again, it comes down to what are you doing this for? And and then how can you how can I experiment and play and use this as a tool for me? And and we also offer um, for everybody that's in our in our community, we have what we call our Legend Circle. Um, it's 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 an online platform and an app that uh, that allows you to connect to community and and we actually have a guided audio immersion, so guided protocols for specific need states. Um, that, that follow along so you can have the, the the framing and the voice and along our edge sequence, which we break down into three phases, pre-cooling, intra-cooling, and post-cooling. So before cooling, what are, what are some breath or movement that you can do to get yourself centered or an intention you can set? Um, cooling what's a breath that you can follow or instruction you can follow or focus you can put your mind to when you're in the tub? And then post-cooling. When you get out, how can you be present as the blood flow shifts and what's some breath or movement that you can do to, to warm yourself back up and recenter. So we've got, we're building out dozens and dozens of these protocols and these guided immersions in this library for people so that you can like press play and, and follow along and, and that offer different goal orientations. So one of my favorites called the iced espresso, which is an afternoon pick me up. It's a quick, it's a 90 seconds, get in, head dunk, come back up for five breaths, head dunk again, get up. Five breaths and get out and it's like a quick shock so that protocol is different than if i'm trying to do uh, different than i do after my 17 mile run i did yesterday i'm going to do a longer soak it at, at a cool at a, at a probably a milder temperature than that you know 40 degrees or 37 degrees so there it's a fun conversation to explore because there's no hard and fast answers yet. yeah yeah i like that yeah i've had uh
0: one of the protocols that i've gotten with recently is just if it's post if it's post workout and it's something hard and and now you know like i i fucking lift two, maybe three days a week max doing blood flow restrictions. So it's nice. very, very chill. It's not like UFO it's, is legit, it, it's huh? a, it's a, it's absolutely legit. dude. It blows my fucking mind, but it's, I mean, for muscle building and fat loss, it's, it's kind of hard to compete with. Yeah. Um, but it it takes a low toll on the nervous system. That's mm. a big one. So I can get back into it. And especially now I'm, I'm boxing and kickboxing once a week. I go to jujitsu or eh, probably once or twice a week, okay. you know, and I'm hoping to spar once a week in there. Um, so there's, and then we're hoping it, I mean, I want to get into running twice a week. I've been able to only run once a week or once every two weeks cause a the calf injury, which now i finally got fucking under wraps. I did a, just an easy pace one mile and a half yesterday great. and everything felt fucking great. Love that. But, um, if we're sauna and after I hit the sauna, especially if it's after weight training or something like that, or boxing it's sauna, I'd get in the ice bath, just dunk and pop right out. Nice. So it's only to reset. It's yep. not to spend any time in the cold. It's just so I can go back in yeah. and do another 10, 15 minutes. And we probably do a couple rounds like that, um, but it's really you know the cold is used to reset me so yes. I can get more heat. Fantastic. You know, and then on days where I don't have that, then I can actually spend time in the cold and really work on inflammation and, and getting that body to change. You know, the constriction, mm-hmm. the vasodilation and mm-hmm. constriction.
1: Yeah, and and that's a cool part too. That I love the way that you use that. We we love that the the cold shock or those those quick dunks. I, I do that more more days than not. Like I use that as that reset as well. I get in, I dunk. I come up for a couple breaths and I get out. Like I'm not staying for a deep, what we call like a deeper cooling where you're like really getting that flush and you're really getting that vasoconstriction and there's, there's benefit for both just depending on what you're, what you're looking for. But, but as a quick reset, as a quick dunk, like it's the, it's the greatest.
0: It is the very best. It's the very best. Well, dude, it's been absolutely phenomenal having you on the podcast. Uh, I'm gonna give you a little tour here of the farm, show you everything we got going on and uh, maybe we'll hit a, hit a plunge together. I love it. I appreciate
1: it. Thanks for having me and looking forward to all to come.
0: Awesome, brother. Well, tell me where people can find you online and where they can get dialed in with your company. <laughs>
1: yeah, Edge Theory Labs on Instagram, IGs are as our biggest platform. So follow along there. You can see all the stuff that we're up to there, all the exciting new product launches we're working on, as well as some 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 fun things in the pipeline. And then personally, at Joshua Dean Church, you can see. Um all the, the different retreats that I lead as well. Uh, one coming up in the winter time here in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which will be rad. Dope, dude. Yeah. We were
0: looking to go there. We got a couple of buddies that live out there, but we chose Montana instead. Cool. But I'm, it's still on the list, man. What yeah. a beautiful, beautiful place uh, that is special
1: land out there for sure to, to to go down and connect with and and then connecting with the with the the rivers and the waterfalls and such a like it's a what a way to experience the land and the fullness of it. So so my Instagram at Joshua Dean Church and uh yeah, everything else you'll find from there.
0: Dope, brother. Thanks again.
1: Appreciate you.